At the Canaan Church, our mission is bringing people to Christ and helping every person to become a mature disciple in Christ. Canaan Christian Church, where people dare to dream. I um, started a series under the theme, Living Where Life Matters. Uh, I haven't um, finished that series, but uh, as I pray, um, I always ask God to order my steps, and so there's something particular that God has told me to put that in pause just for a minute, uh, because there are four pillars of the church that we need to revisit and we need to reclaim one of those we looked at last Sunday on the issue of prayer. And today I want us to look at it as it relates to worship. And uh, so uh, I want to teach today, I want to teach today about unashamed adoration. Unashamed adoration. And I want you to stand with me and open your Bibles to the book of Psalms, and I want to read a couple of verses from Psalm 95. Psalm 95. Unashamed adoration. Psalm 95. Amen. All right. Emmanuel, what part of Africa are you from? Nigeria. All right. Now we have a major praiser in the house today. Emmanuel's from Nigeria, and they don't mind hollering at church in Nigeria. Psalm 95, verse 1. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with songs. Can I read that again? Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. When the praise team is singing, we ought to sing with them. That us is plural. Let us shout. How joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Anybody know who the rock is? Let us come before his presence. And we come in with a certain attitude. With thanksgiving. Now whenever the Bible tells you something twice, you ought to pay attention. Let us shout. And how we going to do it joyfully to him with psalms. 
I want you to get an attitude, look at somebody, tell them, say, make some noise. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to teach today about unashamed adoration. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. For he alone is worthy. For he alone is worthy. For he alone is worthy. Christ the Lord. So lift those hands and praise him. So lift those hands and praise him. So lift those hands and praise him. Christ the Lord. We were created to give God glory, honor, and praise. We were created to worship God every day of our lives. 365 days a year, 24-7. God did not call us or save us for us just to worship him one day a week on Sunday. God wants us to worship him every day. And when we get to Sunday, we ought to be in overflow mode. God wants us to worship him in a particular manner. God wants us to worship him in a particular disposition. Listen again to the word of God. In 1 Chronicles chapter 16, and it will do you good to read that whole chapter, but verses 28 and 29 read like this. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Psalm 29 verse 1 and 2 says, Give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. 
Psalm 96, beginning with verse 1, says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the peoples are idols. But the Lord made the heavens, honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all you land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. God wants us to worship him and he's looking for it in a particular manner with a particular disposition. He wants unashamed adoration. God expects us to worship him and he wants us to worship him. Worship is all about God and for God. Worship is not about us and worship is not for us. This is to say that the primary purpose of worship is not to make you feel good. No, no, worship is to give glory and honor to God. Worship is not about entertainment. Worship God, to worship God means to have an encounter with God and it means to be empowered by God. To worship God is to come into the very presence of God. And you cannot come into the presence of God and leave the same way that you came. Let me say it again. It is impossible to come into the presence of God and leave like you came. Because to worship is to change. Just look at somebody tell them, I'm going to shout today because God's making me better right now. Come on, tell them, say, I'm going to shout today. And the reason being is because God is making me better right now. I do not worship God primarily because of what he has done for me. 
I worship God primarily just because of who he is. For we worship the true and the living God. We worship God who is sovereign. And in his sovereignty, he is the eternal God. He has no beginning nor ending of days. He always has been and he always will be. In his sovereignty, he is the God who is uh, immutable. That is, he cannot change and he will not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. As the sovereign God, he is the one who is holy, he's righteous, and he's just. As the sovereign God, he's the one who is gracious, he is kind, and he is merciful, and he's loving. As the sovereign God, he is the one who is omnipotent, he has all power, he's omniscient, he knows everything, and he's omnipresent he's everywhere at the same time as the sovereign God he's the one who is transcendent he's above us and beyond us but at the same time as the sovereign God he's imminent he's the one who walks with us and talks with us he's the one that holds your hand and he orders your steps hallelujah he's the God and because he He's God, then we give him glory, we give him honor, and we give him praise. And beloved, when we worship God in spirit and in truth, we are blessed in the process. I said when we worship God in spirit and in truth, we are blessed in the process because what God does in the worship experience is that he brings spirit spiritual edification into your life through the songs of praise and through the proclamation of his word. And I need to tell you today that there is no worship without God's presence. I said there is no worship without God's presence. If there's going to be real worship, then God must be a part of the worship experience. We need God to fill the sanctuary with his glory. We need God to fill his house with his manifested presence. James McDonald wrote a wonderful book entitled Vertical Church. Vertical Church. And he reminds us in his book Vertical Church that the cross is made up of two beams. One beam is horizontal and the other beam is vertical. Both the vertical beam and the horizontal beam have significance. The horizontal beam speaks to us about our relationship with one another, but the vertical beam speaks to us about our relationship with God. Your horizontal relationships don't mean anything if you don't have the right vertical relationship with God. The horizontal beam represents our ministry in the world, but the vertical beam represents our spiritual relationship with God. And our ministry horizontal will be empty, it will be powerless if we don't have a vertical rel 
relationship with God. And if you're going to worship God, if I'm going to worship God, I must put the focus not on the horizontal, I must put the focus on the vertical. The problem with the church today when it comes to worship is that we are primarily occupied on the horizontal plane. We are not thinking about God. Preach up in him alone. We ain't thinking about God. We're thinking about ourselves. We're too preoccupied with the horizontal plane when we ought to be focused on the vertical plane. The singing that we do, we ain't singing for be getting an applause. We're not singing for folk to enjoy. We're singing to give glory to God. Proclamation of the word is not to get your amen. The proclamation is to give glory to God and edify the people of God. The problem is we ain't focused on him. It's about entertainment. It's about wanting to be made to feel good. People talk about, I enjoyed the service. I'm waiting for somebody to say, I was blessed by the service. We need to get it right and put the vertical on God because God will not bless you with his glory if you are not preoccupied with him. God will not bless you with his glory unless you put the focus on him. God will not bless you with his glory unless it's all about him it's got to all be about him God wants unashamed adoration he ain't interested in and he don't care about cute worship what's cute worship you just sitting there like Alice in Wonderland, like you don't know where you are. Cute worship is this. Cute worship is you walked in looking at your watch. Cute worship is that you, you want a performance. You want the choir to perform. You want the preacher to perform. You, you, you come just to be entertained. That's cute worship. You don't, you don't plan to sweat. You don't plan to move. You just, you just sit there. God ain't interested in cute worship. When you come to church, you ought to come saying, I'm going to sweat. When you come to church, you ought to say, I'm going to make some noise. I'm going to holler. I'm going to shout. I will run a lap. I'll speak in tongues. I will dance. But the one thing I ain't going to do, I'm not going to sit up here and be still and be sedity and be bourgeoisie and be pompous and be proud and be arrogant and sit up in here like I'm doing God a favor. Church is a noisy place. You can be quiet at the cemetery. Church is a place to make some noise. It's a place to scream. It's a place to holler. It's a place to shout. 
Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that there is within me. If I'm going to worship him with all there is within me, I'm going to worship him with my mind. I'm going to worship him with my heart. I'm going to worship him with my emotions. I'm going to worship him with my body, with my hands, with my feet, with my tongue, with my arms, with my legs. I'm going to rock. I'm going to shake. I'm going to holler. I'm going to dance. I'm going to make some noise. I'm going to make some noise. I mean, I mean, come on, saints of God. We going to football games and basketball games. We making all kinds of noise. And you're talking about, why well, I, I, I ain't felt nothing yet. You didn't have to feel nothing at the game. Before the kickoff, you were standing. Hollering, screaming for your team. They ain't even kicked off yet. You're hollering, screaming. At the basketball game, they even had the tip off yet. Give me a C, give me an A, give me an R, give me a D, give me a cards. Ain't even tipped off yet. Screaming, hollering for your team. A team that may win or may lose. And you hollering for them. And then after they lose, you still hollering for them. You walk out the door talking about we'll get them the next time. And here we serve a Christ who had never lost a game. He ain't even tired. All he has on his record is W's. All he does is win. He makes every playoff. He goes to every Super Bowl. He wins every Super Bowl. You know he's gonna win before it starts. You ain't never had to leave his game talking about we'll get him the next time. The devil already knows he's lost. And you gonna come up in here and be quiet and be arrogant and be sedity. The devil is a lie. Ain't nobody gonna make more noise at a ball game than I'm gonna make in the house of God. Somebody ought to shout! Unashamed adoration. I ain't ashamed to praise him. I ain't scared to praise him. I don't care what you think about me, Holland. Look at somebody, tell them, I don't need your permission to shout. I, I don't need, I don't need, I don't need your permission to shout. After all the Lord has done for me, Because if you don't know, I know that where I am right now is not where I started.
I know I have been through many dangerous toils and snares. I know I've had to cry. I know what pain is. I know what trouble looks like. I got enough sense to know if the Lord had not taken care of me, I wouldn't be sitting up in here right now. And you think I'm gonna be up here and be quiet because I make you uncomfortable? You should have sat somewhere else. You were not there when he picked me up and turned me around. You were not there when he saved my soul. You are not there when he got me out of deep water. You are not there when he put me in my right mind. You are not there when he healed my body. You are not there when he got my son off crack. You are not there when he got my daughter off the street. You were not there when I got the job that I wasn't qualified for. You were not there when he helped me pay my bills. You were not there when he delivered me from depression. You were not there when I was hungry and he fed me. You you are not there when he put a shelter over my head. You are not there when he helped me raise my children on meager fare. You are not there, but I was there. And I know, I know, I know that the Lord is good. I'm not coming up in here and being quiet. Look at her, look at her, look at her. She's standing at the altar, clapping our hands. Look at him, standing at the altar. This is unashamed adoration. They didn't get your permission to come down here. Look at folks standing in the aisle. And you're talking about, I wish they'd be seated because I can't see the man of God. If you would stand and praise him yourself, you could see all day long. You're talking about it don't take all of that. It takes that and some. because I've learned how to praise my way through. Because God doesn't always keep me out of the storm, but he brings me through the storm. So I've learned how to shout in the devil's face. I got a David praise. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us, let us, let us magnify his name together. Oh, I wish I had some worshipers who are unashamed to give him adoration, unashamed to give him glory, unashamed to give him honor, unashamed to give him praise. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is our God. Worthy, 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 
worthy. He's worthy. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Great is our God and greatly to be praised. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Greatly is our God and greatly to be praised. I'm creating an atmosphere. I'm creating an ambience for somebody to be healed, for somebody to be delivered, for somebody to be saved. I said great is our God and greatly to be praised. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Give him a hail of praise. Give him, give him a yada praise. Give him a Barak praise. Give him a Tehillah praise. Give him a yada praise. Give him a Shabbat praise. And the highest praise is hallelujah. 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 He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. If he's done anything for you, why don't you stand on your feet? If he's done anything for you, why don't you wave your hand? If he's done anything for you, open your mouth. Give him the fruit of your lips. If he's done anything for you, step out in that aisle and just start walking and tell the Lord, I'm not ashamed of you. If you feel like dancing, go on and dance. But why don't you start moving all over the sanctuary and say, God, you've been so good. God, you've done so much. I can't stand still, but I got to be a witness that my God is a great God and he's worthy to be praised. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 hallelujah, yes. I'm, I'm almost through. I'm almost through. I'm almost through. But can I, can I take you a little bit higher? I'm through. I'm through. But can I take you a little bit higher? Lift up your heads, O oh, you gates. 
and be lifted up you everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in who is this king of glory the lord strong and mighty the lord mighty in battle lift up your heads you everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in who is this king of glory the lord of hosts he is the king of glory that psalm is talking about the time when David brought the Ark of the Covenant from Obed-Edom's house back to the holy city of Jerusalem. The Bible says that as they brought the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem, that David started dancing. Joe, Joe, can't you see David, the king? He's dancing. Yeah, he's dancing before God. He's celebrating God. Look at David. He's just dancing and praising God. And when he got home, his wife Micah said, you embarrassed our family. You the king. All that dancing, all that shouting, and you danced out of your clothes. You embarrassed the house. David said to his wife, you out of your mind. He said to her, woman, I remember when I was a boy keeping my daddy's sheep and sometimes lions and bears came and God God gave me the victory over the lions and the bears and then furthermore when it was your daddy that tried to take my life because of the anointing that God had put on me he tried to kill me with a spear I had to leave Jerusalem and run like a fugitive I had to play like I was crazy one day before the Philistine king Achish and then I was hiding out in the cave of Adullam. But while I was hiding, I didn't stop praising God. And now you think, after all God has brought me through, that I'm not going to praise him. David told his wife, you ain't seen nothing yet. I'm going to give God an undignified praise. I'm going to give God a radical praise. I'm going to give God a crazy praise. I'm through Canaan. But when you look back over your life and think about all that God has done for you, do you have a mind like David where you tell somebody I'm not going to let nothing and I'm not going to let anybody paralyze my praise. I'm not going to let the enemy shut down my shot. But I'm going to give God the best praise I Look at somebody tell them you ain't seen nothing yet. When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and how he set me free. My soul, my soul, my soul cries out hallelujah. Come on, saints of God. Give him your best praise right now. Come on, saints. Give him a crazy praise. Give him a radical praise. Give him an undignified praise. Yes, yes, 
yes hallelujah yes God is worthy God is worthy God is worthy he's worthy to be praised can't nobody do me like Jesus can't nobody do me like the Lord and every day with Jesus it's sweeter than the day before yes ain't he alright ain't he alright Ain't the Lord all right? All right. All right. He's just all right. tell you Canaan Canaan in the sanctuary everybody joining me virtually everybody joining me virtually Canaan God would have me to tell you don't come up in here anymore with cuteness He would have me to tell you, leave cute at home. Leave being pompous at home. Leave being proud at home. Leave being arrogant at home. He would have me to tell you, humble yourself. And when you come to my house, God says, you come with a mind of giving me unashamed adoration. He would have me to tell you the praise team ain't trying to entertain you. They're not here to perform. They're here to help usher you into the presence of God. 
So rather than sitting there like a knot on a log, God says, join in. If you don't know the song, stand on your feet and rock anyway. When the word is being proclaimed, act like you know what you're hearing. Because God is not interested. He's not interested and he doesn't care about false worship and any service that uses the title worship that is not focused on giving God the glory it's a sham it's fake it's false God and God alone deserves the praise Oh yes. See you you ain't you, you, you ain't you ain't got to feel nothing. No, you you ain't got to feel nothing. No. If you wake up, that's enough. So when you leave your house, when you leave your house, you already got your mind made up. I don't know what pastor going to teach. I don't know what they're going to sing. But I tell you what I do know, I'm going to holler. Now that much I can tell you. I'm going to shout. Because it's already in my heart. It's already in my mind. My, your mind doesn't inform your spirit. Your spirit informs your mind. Your body doesn't heal your spirit. Your spirit heals your body. Your emotions don't guide your spirit. Your spirit guides your emotions. So Jesus says God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now I'm going to use an illustration that don't get lost in the illustration because it's just an illustration I'm talking about you ain't got to feel anything. It's, it's your relationship that counts. I've got a beautiful wife. She's sitting right up there. She's finer than fine. Beautiful, beautiful. This week, she's celebrating her birthday. Yeah. So I'm going to do something special for her on her birthday. I'm going to do something special. And she'll probably get some flowers and we'll probably go somewhere nice for dinner. And I'm going to set the ambience. And I'm not going to set it with any song that the praise team sung today. <clears throat> I've got a, a, a CD, it's a collection of smooth jazz. The title, the title of the CD of smooth jazz is entitled Foreplay. So I'm gonna put that on. 
Now, if Sandra says to me when I start putting my hands on her, if she says to me, I, I don't feel it, I'm going to say to her, you ain't got to feel it. I'm going to just let me keep doing what I'm doing. The feeling will catch up with you after a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if, if I keep doing what I'm doing, feeling will come. You ain't got to feel nothing when you walk in the door. But keep saying, thank you, Jesus. Keep saying, God is good. Keep saying, his mercy covers me day by day. Keep saying, his loving kindness has always provided. Keep saying the devil thought he had me, but the Lord brought me out. Just keep on telling yourself and keep reminding yourself how good he is. Your feeling, your emotions will catch up with your spirit. God is a spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The people represent the church no matter where we are. So stay connected and reach others as we grow in Christ.